This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.38 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod. And it's time for today on Twitter where it's a, it's a simple question, but we've got a clip that will help it make sense. So how far can Singaporeans go when making fun of Malaysians, specifically stand-up comedians? Now, this is happening because you may have seen a video of a stand-up um, causing quite the commotion on Twitter. We have a clip because I think it's easier for you to listen to it than for us to explain. So here's the uh, sound of the comedian Jocelyn Chia performing at Comedy Cellar in New York. My country, Singapore, after we gained independence from the British, we were a struggling little nation. In order to survive, we formed a union with a larger, more powerful country, Malaysia. Where are you from? Malaysia or Singapore? Malaysia, okay, yeah, f*** you, <laughs> When my prime minister went on TV to announce that you guys had dumped us, he cried because he thought we're not going to survive without you. But then four years later, we became a first world country. And you guys, Malaysia, what are you now? Still a developing country. Oh, boo. <laughs> you, Malaysia. Best breakup revenge. Now Malaysia, y'all trying to come around like, hey, Singapore, you're looking good, la. And we're like, I know, but why haven't you visited me in 40 years? And you're like, oh, yeah, I tried, but you know, my airplanes cannot fly. <laughs> what? Malaysian Airlines going missing, not funny, huh? Some jokes don't land. This joke kills in Singapore. <laughs> We're definitely getting a bad yelp review. I get a bad yelp from the Malaysians. <laughs> it's okay, they don't have internet. <laughs> we do have radio though, which is where we we're do. talking about this. Um, okay, so since this clip went viral... The reactions have just been nonstop, uh, mostly, and I'm putting this mildly, anger and disappointment. So much so that... The Singapore Singapore's High Commissioner Vanu Menon, has actually issued a public apology on uh, public apology about this, saying that the Singapore government does not condone words or actions that cause harm or hurt to others. Um, adding how important the deep and abiding relationship that Singapore and Malaysia has is. Um, he also said, "Yeah, she's no longer Singaporean, <laughs> and does not in any way reflect Singapore's values." Yeah. So ironically, Amno Youth uh, has been reported uh, urging Malaysia to take to the streets to voice their displeasure at Jocelyn's skit, which mocked us, uh, and the MH370 uh, tragedy, but suggesting that Malaysians march on the American embassy, interestingly enough, where I guess Jocelyn, we're, we're, the presumption is that she's become an American citizen. Well, I'm she not performed sure. in America. Okay, she yeah. performed in America. And so Amno Youth, in all its wisdom, thinks that this is now the appropriate place to go to. Um, I'm not sure if the American government, uh, all powerful as it may be, has control over what comedians do on stage. Do you think they do? Well... I don't. I'm also not sure that that's the main point, though, because there is a wider thing to or a wider conversation to be had about the 
uh, maybe the nature of the joke, why it is that it has struck the nerve. It has so much so that um, people online are angry. I'm no youth is marching. You know, all these various things are happening because while she may no longer be a Singaporean citizen, there is no denying, as you just heard there, accent and all, that um, it is rooted in a Singapore-Malaysia rivalry, Singapore-Malaysia bad blood, I suppose you could call it. Um, Love-hate. Love-hate. Well, is that was just hate-hate. <laughs> I don't know if there was love in that. But um, yeah, so people have been very, very upset. And I will say that some have honed in on the mention of MH370, as you mentioned. So uh, Nisi, for example, says, if you want to make any joke about Malaysia, do it. But please don't involve the MH370 incident. Things like that are never funny and it should not even be considered a joke. Uh, similarly, Aries Ekwani says, it's okay to criticize Malaysia. There are a lot of Malaysian stand-ups who criticize Singapore. But to joke about world tragedies aren't fair, sis. Grateful that my family is not involved. Yeah, I think for for, for us here, the, um, the the wounds, the hurt of MH370 is, is still fresh and probably will, have, uh, will always be in some ways because the lack of closure over that incident. Uh, but uh, I must say... You know, as much as I didn't find her routine particularly funny, I can understand why some people might. Uh, it it sort of skirts MH370 without really going into it. And it, it's sort of part of her extended metaphor of uh, kind of revenge, rela- a relationship that fell apart. It's very much, I mean, she picks up on all the tropes and all the metaphors that are central to Singapore's sense of identity that it was cast off. But I think if you, just recently we've had some uh, papers, uh, you know, revealed, redacted, that were once redacted and official secrets now no longer showing that in fact the Singapore leadership under Go King, uh, with Go King Sui actually planned Singapore's uh, exit from Malaysia the Federation. That's a, that's a discussion to have with a historian, I understand. But uh, the ideology that Singapore has is that it was pushed out, yeah. Lee Kuan Yew cried, and therefore... And so much greatness came out of that uh, paradoxically. Yes, I, I understand that. I mean, that is the root of a fair amount of, some might say confidence, others might call it smugness. Um, but I think that, no, but but I think that invoking something like, and I'm just judging this on the reactions, invoking something like MH370, which is still a raw nerve, makes the joke, unfortunately, about that. Because many people are looking at it that way, right? Um, the point that you're making is valid. We played um, the clip just now, I think was about a minute and a half. And of that minute and a half, she mentions planes towards the, the latter half. I assume that it was part of a longer act. Um, I don't know how many other plane-related jokes there were, but it was, um, at least by the sounds of it, at least from what's going viral, a mention. However, um, I think this goes to show you how sensitive some sensitivities can be in that once it's brought up, everything becomes coloured by that and it's no longer some complex geopolitical joke. Um, it just becomes about about a tragedy. Yeah, the, it must be said though, you know, in the style of stand-up uh, and she, she fits in a particular genre of stand-up where she, she clearly called out to find out if there were Malaysians in the audience. She, she was baiting them with this. She wanted to rile them up and to the... And we heard laughter in the room so clearly other people found it funny that she was picking on the Malaysians. Now, this happens, uh, and it's a style of uh, stand-up. And, you know, my 
personal feeling is that if you don't like that kind of stand-up, don't listen to it. You mm-hmm. know, um, the fact that it's become so big and that the uh, you know the High Commissioner uh, of Singapore has decided uh, to kind of weigh in on this is interesting, right? Because there are things that are very important to to the relationship between the two governments, at least. Never mind the two people. So uh, on that, Fright Rice uh, on Twitter says, "We kindly request that your government consider implementing measures to hold the comedian accountable for her actions." as well as take steps to educate and sensitize entertainers about the potential ramifications of their performances on a global scale. So um, a few things there. I think that this was in response to the Singaporean government. Not She's not Singaporean and therefore on one level, that's already that. But the other thing is, and I think this goes all the way to what you were saying earlier about the role of stand-up comedians, the style of stand-up comedy, and whether or not we can really make this sort of request about stand-up or about comedy as a whole, that everybody be educated and sensitized about the potential ramifications of their performances. <laughs> no, look, honestly, you know, I've never heard of this comedian. And I think, you know, in her strategy to offend, uh, she has uh, been successful. She's offended enough people and her, this clip has gone viral, perhaps more than any other part of her routine now or ever uh, will be, right? So in offending people, uh, you know, uh, often people take the bait and they, and they speak up and they, in some sense amplify the message and the message is really I'm a comedian I don't think she has I I can't tell but I I don't think she has any stake in the, the actual subject matter that she's talking about the the strategy is to offend so I think it's worth closing off on um, this tweet from Hadi Azmi who firstly had a picture of Lee Kuan Yew and uh, Tunku Abdul Rahman together for the final time in 1989 and then said a timely reminder of the close ties between our two countries despite bitter episodes in our shared history the comedian has been reprimanded by all let's not pile on our Singaporean friends for what she did Majula Singapura Sejahtera Malaysia so you know there's that Um, but anyway let us know have you seen this clip um, of Jocelyn Chia kind of circulating um, and do you think that there are some things that simply can't be joked about? Are there lines that comedians can't or shouldn't cross? You can let us know by calling double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Brave Free Malaysia BFM 89.9 the business station. It's 5.50 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod. And on today on Twitter, we are talking about comedy, sort of, depending on how funny you found this segment. It's comedy adjacent. Comedy adjacent, yes. Uh, so you may have seen a video of a stand-up comedian, Jocelyn Chia, performing at a um, performing a routine in New York in which inevitably, um, because she is not currently Singaporean, but, you know, seems to have been for a long time. Um, inevitably, it kind of turned to the relationship between our two countries, um, kind of her bagging quite heavily on Malaysia and ultimately making a number of MH370 or plane related jokes. And that has uh, not made people very happy. So we're asking you, have you seen it yet? Um, are there some things you think that just can't be joked about? Are there lines that comedians shouldn't cross? Uh, that number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. You can send voice notes uh, or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, first up, short and sweet, we have this from Ravi Kumar. Number one, yeah, I think it does, does uh, leave a bad taste. But 
You know, you, if you look at her routine, I don't even find anything she says funny. I'll choose that. Eh, eh, I think she probably is the joke. <laughs> well, uh, Ravi, thank you for that. Ro is also saying, what's in poor taste is not funny and what's funny is not in poor taste. That may be for some, but I, I think there is, in fact, a whole strand of comedy that uh, that relies on this and that people, uh, there's a kind of shock value at how poor, you, you know, how, how outrageous and transgressive those statements can be. And you might not like that kind of comedy, but it is out there. And I think a lot of people subscribe okay. to comedians who follow on this line. Okay, you know what? It's time we had this conversation on air, Sharad, because we have been having this conversation off and on for two days now um, because I think you and I have a um, we're, we're sort of meeting and then diverging very rapidly on the question of transgressive comedy because I agree with you I think that the role of the comedian is to point these things out about society is to sometimes transgress and that part of the you know sometimes the best laugh is the forbidden laugh right that that's the notion that goes with transgressive comedy for me it has to be smart um or at least it has to be thought through i i appreciate that and i subscribe to i might be offended um i might not like what's happening but if i can appreciate the thought behind the transgression I'm fine with that. Okay, so where I think she, I mean, what I don't, I don't think, uh, like Ravi, I, I don't think she's particularly funny. But uh, and when she got to that point when she said, "Well, give me a bad review on Yelp," obviously a, a Malaysian in the crowd said, you know, uh, that it was a thumbs down for him. Uh, she responded by, "Oh, you don't have internet." And that was it. Was so bad as a joke; it doesn't make sense uh, in many ways. So I didn't think she was the most sophisticated in that repartee, right? So she uses four-letter words uh, as again a part of the shock value. Again, I think she would. She is a minor figure in the world of comedy. Yes, yes. Who through this strategy of our, uh, you know, who maybe didn't think it's true, who's managed to um, uh, catapult herself into kind of a global stage, uh, getting at least two governments involved. Notoriety, and, I think, yeah, is a good word for it. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Maybe that's the style, right? Because if she lives far away, I mean, people are calling for her to be banned from coming to Malaysia. Might be missing the point. She might never want to come here. Peter just, is calling for her to be banned from airlines, actually. <laughs> It would be funny if airlines banned her. So, so it's it's uh, spiraling out in a number of different ways. So, um, a few people talking about the the central point, um, which was the bringing up of MH three seventy. Well, we disagree on the central point, I think, to some degree. But, anyways, Michael says jokes on MH three seventy are not cool. Many lost their lives. No closure for many. Uh, jokes on Singapore doing better. On the other hand, and then the sentence trails off. Uh, Liana says tragedy plus time equals comedy. Requesting jokes about nine eleven, please, Auntie. Um, a non says joking about a tragedy like MH370 is likened to joking about the Holocaust. It is a no-no. Well, in some for some people, right? So if you if you go to a major American satirical site like The Onion, you know, soon after 9-11, there were jokes about uh, the tragedy. I mean, for and you know, you think of Charlie Hebdo. I mean, you think of this strand within um, you know some cultural um, within some cultures that allows for these really extreme transgressions. I don't think there is it's not allowable. I mean, that's just an arbitrary rule we place. That's so, a consensus we might have. But it's do not we a- agree? You think that making fun of victims, for instance, would be beyond the pale? It might be beyond the pale, but it could be very funny. So it really depends on the joke right. you tell. Um, because Lee Jun, I think, said comedians are supposed to make us laugh and then think. They poke fun at those in power 
and ridicule certain double standards. Overall, uh, comedians hold up a mirror so we can look at our faults and weaknesses. What Jocelyn Chia did is morally offensive but not criminal. Yeah, so that's that's the or, or, or an aesthetically you know indefensible. Or you can there are many charges that you can lay at Jocelyn's feet, right? The question is. Uh, there are many cultures in which this is acceptable. You're a bad comedian, you, you, your joke doesn't land, uh, you offend some people in the audience, and then everybody goes home and, you know, they carry on with their lives. It's not a matter to march about or to uh, to institute legal suits about. I mean... If you are going to march also, maybe pick a good venue. <laughs> well, I mean, a good, good target, right? I mean, so who is the legitimate target in this, right? Uh, we've also got another voice note that came in. Hi, Jason here. Um, okay, so actually regarding these uh, humor issue things, uh, the comedian from the from Singapore, uh, I think uh, we 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 do have uh, some comedian do stand up, uh, and I actually an open minded person. Um, I I used to see Kumar, I used to see Harith Iskandar performing, uh, but uh, then. Uh, they did mention something about Malaysia. They did mention how some 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 situation means like the comedic part of Singapore, Malaysia, Singapore means Malay, Chinese, Indian. But uh, in the end of the day, it's uh, it's uh, it's actually about a tragedy, something that is uh, uh, actually until now is cannot cannot be explained. I mean, uh, even even uh, at US at the US, a comedian are also very very. Uh, sensitive regarding the 9-11 issue uh, means like uh, there is some there is a boundary where you need to do the comedic uh, stand-up comedy so I mean uh, yes we can talk about something everyday life uh, every issue at our at Malaysia at Singapore at other country but when we talk when we talk about tragedy that takes on life uh, uh, people life and actually when no one is actually uh, something that uh, still a mystery like MH370 until now so this is actually the line that has been crossed you know so this is why we are being uh, we being angry we are being sensitive and i'm not blaming anyone for that so it should not be uh, mentioned yeah, I mean, I, you are entitled to your right and uh, rights uh, around this. I mean, your opinions about this. But, you know, when you say things like, you know, in, in America's, you know, uh, jokes about 9-11 are not allowed, I don't think that's actually true. I mean, if you think there's a very famous uh, comedian actor, Pete Davidson. He lost his father in the 9-11 tragedy. I mean, his father was a firefighter uh, and lost his life trying to save people, I guess. And, and I've heard jokes made about Pete Davidson's father to his face in a roast, a roast being a, a form of a comedic forum. In an, Lynn, if you could see her face now, she would I'm understand. Not a, I'm not a fan not of a roasts. Fan. Yeah. You're not a fan. Yeah. But they're clearly... But it just means I don't watch it. Yes, you don't yeah. watch it. And there are a lot of people who do watch it, or some people who watch it, enough people who watch it. So it's a, it's a continues as a tradition. And actually, in some countries, the, the level of tolerance, I mean, the, you had to go really far to, in fact, be transgressive in some contexts. YM, uh, I think, can close off on this saying, well, it is comedy after all, and it is common for some to be made fun of. A person, a country, religion, it's really hard to draw the line on where's the limit. I'll say one thing, if not funny, look away. Nobody was harmed. And I think that's probably a good closer for this segment. Um, keep it here, BFM 89.9.
You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.